the pressure that's on the Leafs. You've heard their staff say that. I think you've heard their players say that. God knows we've heard the broadcasters say it's the pressure. But then I thought, well, if that was the case, pressure uh, hinders your ability to win a championship, then the Dallas Cowboys would never win a Super Wait. They don't win a Super Bowl. But you know what I mean. Then the Yankees would never win a World Series. There's too much pressure? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Welcome inside the RP Show. It's episode number 733 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. For those that don't know, I'll reiterate it again. It is like The View, but it's for sports fans, okay? Daytime talk with all of our friends sitting around having coffee. I'm out here on the East Coast, and joining us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle from Middle Canada, if you were, Darren Moose DuPont, our co-host. How are you doing today, Moose? Good morning. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I'm good. Uh, crisis averted. I don't have all my props uh, at the ready. I look up and I see that my gong is over there, my ringing bell, because we had uh, an emergency. But Serena saved the day. We uh, had a mal- an equipment malfunction, but we're good to go now. But the camera, if you've noticed, is a lot further away than normal. So I'll have to wait until our first break to, to fix all of that. But woo we're ready to go and we're ready to talk sports. And joining us today, Darren and I will be joined by longtime Seattle broadcaster Ian Furness. And I'm not sure we ever did figure it out which radio station he's with. Is it KJR? Is it ESPN? He got kind of testy the last time. Remember when I couldn't get it straight? You remember that? That was funny. Yes. Not ESPN, I don't believe. It's KJR. Okay. I got the sense that he hates ESPN now that I think about it. So. Right. So it's KJR Sports Radio, Seattle. He'll be with us in hour one. And then to preview another big weekend in the NLL, we'll be joined by Steven Stamp. So there's that. Can we please now jump into the quick six show topic? <laughs> And get to the meat on the bone here. The Masters teed off this morning with all eyes on Tiger Woods, who's returning to professional golf some 14 months after an horrific car crash in Southern California that nearly cost him his leg. Mike Weir, Mackenzie Hughes, and Corey Connors are the Canadians in the field. Weir, who won the Masters in 03, and Hughes shared the par 3 title yesterday, interestingly enough. And you might have heard uh, Rod Black in the preamble talking about that for those that are watching on YouTube. Not Game Plus TV right now. So, Moose, I just checked. Tiger through three is even, and I'm following this thing. And if I can just say a little more, you know, you weren't part of the show yesterday for the most part. Bryn Griffiths and I went deep on it. I think it's a little bit of your environment, what you're surrounded by. I was never the biggest Masters guy at all because I would just had my head so far down the rider rabbit hole and the Pats to a certain degree, I'm kind of getting into it now. And it doesn't hurt that I'm in the golf capital of the world, Florida. I can't wait to get off the air to watch this, man. So I'm assuming a lot of people are following on their app. Maybe they're, obviously, we're not going to spend too much time on it because if you really cared, you'd be watching that, not us. An exciting day. Really exciting. And here's what, how I picture a lot of people enjoying it. Much like me, <clears throat> I've got it on right over here. And, you know, doing the show here, that's going to take my focus. I think a lot of people might have it on in the background while they're working or while they're watching our show. And I think that's exciting. It's fun uh, to follow it and, and get, you know, wrapped up in it for a few days. Uh, yes. And if I can just say, I, I know that the golf people, uh, well, yeah, they take off work or they say they're sick and they're watching now. 
Um, there is a new leader. Uh, Harry Higgs is two under through eight. And I thought it was Mike Lee, but it's not Mike Lee. It's Min Woo Lee. Not Mike Lee. Not my buddy, Mighty Elman. It says M. Lee. And I'm like, whoa, Mike oh. made it to Augusta? <laughs> Would you be surprised if no, he did? No, I wouldn't. No. But it's not Mike Lee. It's Min Woo Lee uh, is in a tie with three others at one under through eight. So, yeah, that's what's going on. I'm excited about it. Now, Clark's going to have to perk up because as I move on to quick six show topic number two, it's opening day in Major League Baseball. With seven games, right, with seven games slated, starting with the Milwaukee Brewers visiting the Chicago Cubs this afternoon. Day baseball, I believe it was 2.20 first pitch at Wrigley. The Toronto Blue Jays don't get going until Friday when they begin their season against the Texas Rangers with Jose Barrios expected to get the ball as their opening day starter. So in our morning meeting today, we were talking about a poll question, and Clark's like, well, maybe we should talk MLB. And I said it, I swear, Clark, as politely as I could, and to everybody, I said, nobody's talking about MLB, Clark, but you. Hot take. And he actually, he laughed. So thank you, Clark. I didn't mean it to be insulting. But they're not. I'm in a Major League Baseball market here. I haven't heard them talk about the Marlins once. Not once. You know what they were talking about on Miami Sports Radio this morning? Tiger Woods and who the starting left tackle is going to be for the Dolphins this year. Okay? That's what they were talking about. So the poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center before we go any further is what has you the most excited this weekend? Masters, MLB, NHL, or other? And I haven't looked at the results yet. And I haven't even voted myself yet. But Masters, MLB, NHL, or other, I'm very interested to see. As a matter of fact, if we can bring the moose back in, what I did see was that other was leading. And that might be a variety of other things. NLL, auto racing, you name it. But where are you on the MLB slate? Yeah, same same as you. <clears throat> and I brought it up in the meeting and, and you're kind of right because, you know, Arash was on here earlier in the week and we were talking about the Jays and I was down in Phoenix for spring training and I was getting excited. I'm like, I can't wait. I'm actually, this year I'm excited about baseball. And then I'm sitting there like last night and I'm looking, I'm like, wait a second, opening day's tomorrow? I haven't heard anything about it this week. Haven't really talked about it. It hasn't been on the radar. So the only thing that has me shocked, I thought that, and, and still think the Masters would run away in our poll. And baseball, maybe when the Jays play tomorrow, will be more exciting. Last I looked here now, the Masters is leading. So as we jump into the chat, Randy from Winnipeg watching, he says, I have the Masters on TV and the RP show on the laptop. Dan in Winnipeg. Good morning, Rod. Clark Monroe, do you know him? Our producer who's nicknamed Rocky has in all caps, MLB opening day. As I said, nobody cares, Clark, but you. But that's fine. All opinions are welcome here, but not all are listened to. Trenton, Norway, watching, says, Norway here, the Oilers seem to be on a roll, but I believe the Flames will have their number. The Blue Jays will attract lots of attention this year. As for Tiger, never count him out. Stay well. There's Trent checking in from Norway. So let's move on from all of that, and I welcome you to vote on our poll. It's presented by Capital Automall and Universal Collision Center with dealerships across the Canadian prairies. So to point three, NHL. John Carlson scored twice and added two helpers for a four-point night. Alex Ovechkin reached 1,400 career points. 
And the Washington Capitals beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 4-3 Wednesday night to snap their skid at two. I watched that game, and it was bing, 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 goals all over the place. It was very entertaining. In Winnipeg, where a lot of people were wearing masks in the crowd at Canada Life Center, as I watched that one too, Sam Gagne scored twice to top 500 career points, and Detroit beat Winnipeg 3-1 in a must-win game for the Jets. Mark Scheifele scored for Winnipeg, which has lost three in a row. Connor Hellebuck made 32 saves. So as I was driving around this morning here in Boca Raton, I was thinking about the plight of the Jets. They've lost three in a row. If they miss the playoffs, what happens now? I want to hear from you, Winnipeg Jets fans and any NHL observers. If they do miss the playoffs, they're playing must-win games here, Darren, if you were listening, and they're losing. And they played Detroit last night, who can't fight their way out of a wet paper bag. And they lost in Winnipeg. What are you going to do? We love Ken Shoveldayoff. We're told he loves us. There's no two ways about that. But I'm not a Jets season ticket holder. I don't, you know, I'm not a Jets backer. I want to hear from the Winnipeggers. You want to keep pushing this ball uphill? I think we told you a year ago the window was closed. Did we not? Did we not, Darren? Yeah, we said it was closing. Yeah. And I watched Rob Vanstone. I've watched him. I saw his tweets last night. And, you know, how how much he's disappointed. They're disappointed. I know he's not only a columnist, but he's a big Winnipeg Jets fan and, <laughs> and doesn't write in that market, but he's a fan. And, you know, he's extremely disappointed. And then I saw another Jets fan tweeting, you know, the Jets have to win 15 of their final 11 games to make the playoffs. Yeah, it makes sense of that. They're saying it's impossible, right? Now, they're technically not out of it yet. They still get, can go on a run. Um, but it's, it's just been a mess and, and it's hard. The hardest thing about anything that's been good is realizing when it's over, right? And making the right. hard decisions and they're going to have a tough off season ahead. I don't think that they can see the forest for the trees, to be honest, there in Winnipeg. So rely on us. Told you a year ago, it's over, you know? And, um, and that's my question. Do you want to keep pushing this ball uphill? Do you want to keep hanging on? Or do you want to start the rebuild now? And does Ken Kevin Sheveldayoff be part of that or not? That's the question that the ownership is facing there in Winnipeg. Um, by the way, tell your friends that the RP Show is live now on Game Plus Television. For Bell, Cable, and Satellite subscribers, it's a free preview for the entire month of April. So I know a lot of our friends are Bell subscribers, and they say, we don't get your show. Well, you do now for free for the month of April, so get on it. Nicholas Vela has come back. Remember Nicholas? He's a new viewer. He writes in on uh, YouTube and says, Miami is an awful pro sports town. Again, all opinions welcome. Not necessarily agreed with. I'm quite frankly loving South Florida as a sports place. But that's just me. Uh, John Massey watching on YouTube. As I jump into the chat, he says, A friend of the show here, Rod. Only a few more days until Oilers playoff spot clinching day. How about that? Uh, John and I uh, have an interesting history, and for today, we're on the same page. So I love it. Let's, let's keep it there. Dan in Winnipeg wants to know, how's Tiger doing now? I'll say it again. Last I saw, he was even through three. Clark, if you want to put an update in my ear, I would take it. But uh, we're talking even about other four. things. So moving even through four. Thank you. So to St. Louis, Billy Huso made 27 saves. 
And Robert Thomas, Justin Falk, Jordan Cairo, and Ryan O'Reilly scored to help St. Louis top Seattle 4-1. Jordan Eberle scored for Seattle, who has lost three of four. Chris Dreja made 32 saves. Yesterday in Brooklyn, Waterbagel, there was a guy wearing a Seattle Kraken t-shirt. He looked about my age. And I was going to watch. I actually took a picture of it. I could send it to you because on the back of his shirt, it said seven Eberly. And I was going to be that guy and go up and go, I know him. But I didn't. <laughs> I, didn't want, I didn't want to be that guy. Do you think it was, so as I, it wasn't family. You would know all the family. Lisa's mom, Darren is dad's dad, dad plays in a rock band. I know. Yeah, I know all of Jordan's family. I don't think this guy was family, but I. I'm saying there are hockey fans in South Florida. The sport is not covered. So it's similar to when we started this show 733 episodes ago. Remember, Darren, when I said, wait a minute, there's all of this opportunity out there for us? And nobody's... Yeah. To me, it looked like looking at a, a wheat field and just going, there's all of this out here to be swathed and combined? <laughs> That's what I saw in Canadian sports. That's what I see here in South Florida. It's just it's not being thrashed. So here we are thrashing it up. In Anaheim, Michael Stone got his first goal of the season and a helper in his 500th NHL game. And Elias Lindholm scored his 36th goal in the Flames' 4-2 win over Anaheim. Tyler Toffoli also scored, and Johnny Goudreau got his 96th point for the Pacific Division-leading Flames. Interesting, Daryl Sutter after the game throwing water on Michael Stone uh, netting his 500th NHL game. Uh, I don't know if you saw the quote from Daryl. It was uh, not that hard to figure out if he wants to play in the NHL or not. Sort of not that big a deal. That was from Daryl. <laughs> Thanks, Daryl. Thanks for the encouragement. Did you see it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Ducks captain Ryan Getzlaff was a scratch with a lower body injury in the first game since he announced his decision to retire at the end of the year. Interesting. You saw the tearful news conference with Getz yesterday. To me, he is Getz. You know, there's a little of a thing. It happens with brothers, frankly. A lot of yeah. brothers. Like, Chris Getzlaff, I don't think, is overly comfortable being called Getz because that's like Ryan's nickname. So the riders for years called Chris Getty. And I'm like, um, I'm not really comfortable with that because that's the name of my niece's dog. A little corgi. <laughs> so I don't want to call him Getty. So I just call Chris Getz. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just, it's a thing between them. Is this a sad way for Ryan Getz's last career to end, or it, it, it is what it is? He wasn't going to go out lifting the Stanley Cup, so it is what it is. I think it is what it is. And it, to me, it's not a sad end of the career because we're not really talking. The narrative around Anaheim isn't about Ryan Getzloff's decline, it's about Troy Terry and Trevor Zegras and all the rest. So I think it kind of makes sense. This is, he just is going to slip out the back door. Well, everybody's talking about these guys, and then we can celebrate him for all the wonderful achievements, the Stanley Cups and everything that he had and the great captain he's been for the, for the team. Hey, uh, Moose. I'm not done yet going through the NFL, NHL leftovers yet, but you missed this yesterday. Todd in mm -hmm. Red Deer, I don't know if you saw that, but he wanted to know about, he's watching on Game Plus Television, carried all across Alberta and BC on Telesoptic Cable. He wanted to know more about this show, where it started, more about you, more about me, because there's so many people that are just discovering us for the first time all over this continent. And I said, 
Todd, if you can just hang on, we'll answer it more when Moose is back with us. But I sent him the article that our intern, Andrew Benson, wrote for the Clarion newspaper, the one titled The Most Interesting Man in Broadcasting, Darren DuPont. I gave it that title, by the way. Todd uh, has written back in, and he says, Awesome, thanks for forwarding that link. It made me think of do something you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. I have been very fortunate myself to live this adage. Great show and info again. So thank you, Todd and Red Deer, for the kind words. Thank you for watching. And indeed, it's like literally they call this work. We've got our consultant in Calgary, Lee. Jenny, probably watching right now. He's like, well, Rod, you gotta, it's a lot of work. You got to stay on top of stuff. I'm like, what? I need to watch SportsCenter and go to Panthers and Dolphins games. That's, that's work. And continuing on, Elias Patterson scored twice and had two assists to lead Vancouver over Vegas 5-1 in the Fortress last night, snapping a five-game streak for the Golden Knights, or as I like to call them, the Golden Nuts. The victory gave the Canucks slim playoff hopes a boost as they chase a Western Conference playoff wildcard spot. Both the Golden Knights and Canucks are on the outside looking in with Vancouver in desperation mode. We need to break. When we come back, Terrell Owens is planning a comeback. We got that. Dub Hub, Raptors, more Masters. So stick around. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show. This is the warm-up on Game Plus Television, live streaming on YouTube, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 